Hello everyone, Sani Bonani, Unjani. Again, I know them bad. That's just French for I hope that you're doing well. I hope that you're staying calm. I am your host, Sabina. Thank you so much for joining me in another episode of the Good Grief podcast. In this particular episode, I simply want to talk about something very simple, going back to basics and resetting. So, thanks for joining me. Karibuni sana. Wayne Dyer has one of the most popular quotes that I believe and it goes as such. You cannot control what goes on outside, but you can control what goes on inside. This quote I feel is very relevant especially with what's happening in the world right now you know rona got us on our knees and you know she has decided that we need to calm down and we need to stay still so this whole idea of quarantining whether you're quarantining you know and or self isolating or medically associated with the virus i think that this entire period of quarantining can turn out to be a source of anxiety or depression or basically just feel heavy especially for people who are grieving specifically because grief in and of itself is such a painful slow process it's so complicated it's almost like looking at the ocean and trying to find a pin at the bottom of it and you don't know the coordinates so I think it's important for us to talk about this period of quarantining and isolating and what it means specifically for people who are going through grief. The reason why I simply want to talk about this, it's very simple, is because going through grief and especially in this period of being alone, for most people I assume you're alone and even if you're with family, you pretty much have to go through the grieving journey by yourself because you know it's personal so there's a lot of guilt that is associated with all this institutionalized isolation what i mean by that is when you're isolated and you're alone and at the same time you're going through grief something that is typically as big as this rona can easily make you feel like you've been taken away from the focus of your pain and a lot of that is you know this focusing on external happenings such as these viruses and people dying and you know the constant media bombardment it makes you feel like you're focusing so much on that and you feel helpless because you don't really know what to do with all that information but at the same time you're also going through something so personal and it's not only confusing but it also induces a very high level of guilt if you are i think introverted it can even be more difficult if you're extroverted i think during this period of time <laughs> there's really no difference between introverts and extroverts because all of us are now quarantined so we might as well ride this boat together so the reason why I'm, like i said speaking about you know this isolation is precisely because of the guilt that is induced because of you know all these happenings that are in the world so i'm not saying let's deny that this 
thing exists it does exist but at the same time i'm simply trying to point us to the fact that just because something is happening in the world or things are happening in the world uh, does not mean that your own journey of grief kind of stops and i think that is testament to that culture of you know dealing with loss and pain in our society where when you're going through something difficult people expect you to somewhat move on from it and you know get on with it and let the cloud pass well again before i go on i would like to state and remind you that grief is not something that you move on from what we do is we move forward with it because it is a part of our life it's simply a new part of our life and it doesn't mean that you stop loving the person their physical absence does not negate the love that you have for them and neither does it diminish it so please remember that don't feel pressure to you know do things that you know go against your very being so how do we deal with grief during this period of isolation how do we go about it So I figured that one of the easiest ways of trying to deal with it is through the bridge called gratitude. And the reason why I focus on this purpose of gratitude is because the guilt that is induced as a result of, you know, focusing on what is happening on the world can easily cause us to think that grief and gratitude cannot coexist which is not true grief and gratitude can perfectly coexist in fact they can do so in perfect synchronicity and what i mean by that is you can actually be able to still stay in sync with yourself but at the same time exist in the world so the path that one ideally should follow is that of trying to marry grief and gratitude because yeah they can and i'm a huge believer in just you know following paths using practical tools as i think you have noticed if you've been listening to my past episodes and if you've not listened to my past episodes why haven't you listened to them please do please just go and click into the previous episodes and while at it make sure that you inform other people who you know are in pain and would need some sort of you know reprieve or just some sort of hint that you know it's going to be okay please do so so back to the topic of grief and gratitude and the fact that they can coexist and one way of trying to ensure that this marriage between grief and gratitude continues especially when you're going through grief within this rona cloud so to speak is you use the tool of being intentional yes being intentional in other words you purpose to stay on the path of enlightening yourself and putting you on a path of bringing you light so it is my personal hope honestly i hope that by applying some of these tools that i am personally using that you yourself can get yourself on the path of light because ultimately despite the fact that you could be surrounded by people and you have loved ones around you at the end of the day the journey of grief is yours it's a personal journey that you have to walk because it is your new normal it's not a part of you that you can cut off you can sort of cut out and then assume that it didn't happen so in my view if you can please adopt some of the tools that you know i share with you 
So intentionality, like I said, puts you on a path of hopefully bringing light into your world. Before I go on, by the way, there's a small quote that I came across the other day that I think I'm going to read just shortly. So here goes, it says, there is a calmness and quiet strength within us grievers. As everyone panics, we can draw on our resilience, um, being faced, having been faced with our own world ending before, we know we can get through anything. I literally just came across this quote a couple of days and I've been mulling over it for the past week because it's such a simple statement that pretty much puts everything together. And sometimes, you know, I love quotes because, you know, there are people who are better at putting such intense thoughts in such simple language. And the reason I've read that quote is because it reminds me of a couple of happenings, recent happenings, actually. So about 12 days ago or so a very good and close friend of mine lost the mom and that is something that really hit me very hard for obvious reasons and i think i've spoken about this before the fact that grief for me whether it happens to me or to somebody close to me will always affect me and i made peace with that but i think that when you know a person personally and you know that they have lost a parent um, it affects you at a deeper level. At least it did for me. And what makes this particular case even more unique is the fact that my friend actually lost both parents. So this is actually, you know, their life completely taking on a different turn. But this is what I have noticed. Each and every single time when I spoke to my friend and we were having conversations about how they are coping and what to do and how we can be able to walk through this together, she said something very powerful that I have to share because I have literally clung onto this truth that she spoke. And she said to me, she said, Sabina, I've been through worse before. I know this path. And so I know that I am going to get through this. This is a person who has lost both parents within this wave of the Rona, within this wave of government and institutions putting down lockdowns and curfews and all manner of social restrictions. This is a person who is in the deepest and darkest times of their life, yet they can confidently state that their resilience that they experienced in the first time is precisely what they're using to kind of elevate them in this time and so for me it just came together that this is a person who has purposed using intentionality to simply take a day at a time and use their resilience in order for them to be able to just simply get to the next day which is actually one of the reasons that uh, inspired today's topic so in case you're going through you know the harsh reality of losing somebody especially within this time of the rona i really believe and i hope for you that you can rely on something that you've gone through in the past that was difficult maybe not as difficult as the loss of a loved one but something that threatened you in a core yet you are somehow able to put simply one foot in front of the other. Because 
as I was saying with my friend, this journey of losing a loved one simply requires you to get just enough strength for you to simply put one foot in front of the other. Forget about how the path is going to look like. Forget about whether you're walking in a field. Forget about whether you're going down a staircase. The point is simply open your eyes and put one foot in front of the other. And that shows me that the tool of intentionality goes a long way in terms of not just keeping you stable but also leading you towards the path of bringing you light in an otherwise dark situation so two tools that come to mind when you're trying to apply this path of being intentional during your grief period especially during a crisis and a pandemic at that so two people came to mind for me and I have relied on these people for a couple of months now and I must say that I have seen tremendous results in terms of not just maintaining my mental stability but also elevating myself when the dark cloud of grief threatens to you know drown me so one of them is Gabrielle Bernstein I think I've spoken about her before again if you've not listened to the previous episode hi Wena get with the program and you know sign up sign up listen to the other episodes i promise you there's a lot of wisdom there <laughs> anyway so gabrielle bernstein has a simple method that she's she speaks about and it's called the choose again method the idea behind this choose again method is very simple when somebody is going through something difficult so in our case it would be people who are grieving and you are confused so you have the trauma you maybe you feel anxious maybe you feel depressed or maybe you feel like it's too heavy for you the idea is for you to pick a better feeling thought not necessarily the best but a better feeling thought and once you do that once you pick the better feeling thought and you find yourself being drawn by your mind because you know our minds are kind of like you know a chess game of some sort your mind can go crazy sometimes you tell it to go west and then it starts to go east each and every single time when you find yourself moving away from the path that you intended in other words the better feeling thought what you do is you say okay i'm going to stop now and i'm going to choose again when the minute you you say you're going to choose again the essence of it is that you've stopped your train of thought and you are able to pick a better feeling thought in order for you to put yourself back on track i hope that makes sense let me try and illustrate it in a different way so for example if i've woken up and i have put out positivity into the air or I've prayed for God to give me a really beautiful day but then all of a sudden I find myself focusing on negative things so for instance I go on Instagram and I'm just seeing everything about this rona 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 and then somebody calls me and they're constantly talking about how so and so has died or so and so is sick or so and so has gotten reinfected or the police people and brutality and all that the essence of that is i easily can find myself going into a negative train of thought but just before i go into that you know that subsequent train of thought i can tell myself okay sabina stop breathe let's start again and so what starting again does is that it resets my mind and at the same time it reprograms my subconscious mind by me picking a better feeling thought and in that moment for instance the better feeling thought would be for me to just say stop breathe and appreciate the fact that you can breathe just that it's a very simple exercise and it sounds actually very 
very it sounds complicated if you don't apply it but the minute you start to apply this little tool I promise you and I guarantee you that it actually helps to keep you very stable. And I think this is even much more applicable and more efficient for people who suffer from anxiety attacks. And speaking of anxiety, one other way of choosing again is please stay away from social media if you can. Do your best to stay away from Twitter, from you know, watching the news three, four, five, seven times a day. I mean, you know the basics of Rona. You know what Rona looks like. You know what you're required to do in terms of, you know, efficiency measures like social distancing, making sure that your hands are clean as regularly as possible and disinfecting. Once you know all that, please stop focusing on all these numbers that are being produced by the media. Not because you're trying to hide from reality, but because the effect or the goal rather is for you to stay as stable as possible because grief in and of itself is so complicated you don't need to complicate it by adding on to that by focusing on negative things or toxic things so choose again any single time when you find yourself moving towards a spiral emotion that is negative stop breathe and choose again just that Please try this method and while at it, let me know whether it works. Another person that comes to mind is Michael Beckwith. This is one of the people that I must say I am so glad and grateful that I came across his teachings about your mind and about the spirit. I'm so grateful because Michael Beckwith has one idea that he speaks about called the tiny little miracles. Tiny little miracles basically is the idea that you train yourself to pick up on the littlest of moments that make you feel so good it could be the smallest and tiniest of things that maybe typically you've taken for granted or you've even come to expect as a result of assuming that life will always be stable so for example i'm going to give you what happened to me literally just a couple of hours ago when i was shopping for my vegetables for the week the lady who sells the veggies for me literally gave me like extra vegetables and she said to me you know what i want you to stay as healthy as possible so i'm going to give you extra vegetables and for me that little gesture literally fuels me up and it helps me to know that i am protected and i am supported i may not see what support looks like it may not look like what i want it to look like but it's still there does it make sense? I hope it does. So again, the idea is called tiny little miracles. So even in the midst of these chaos of the Rona and the chaos of people losing their lives, and as much as we, you know, we hope for the best and we continue to pray for the for everything to come to a standstill, you can still find little moments of gratitude. The idea, of course, is for you to stay in a mindset that is elevated rather than focusing on the negative emotions that grief brings and again that is not to say to deny the negative emotions but it is simply to ride the wave as it comes and not essentially become the emotion right so the point or should i say the principle i love that word principle i love it anyway so the principle behind you know the choose again method and the tiny little miracles methods uh is that you know is for you to give grief a space to live allow your grief to just be you know 
be in whichever form you want it to be or whichever form that it appears to you and however it manifests in your life so for example if you're the kind of person who loves to dance like me you can simply lock yourself in your room and listen to amazing music and dance your self off I was going to say something else if you paint paint if you want to cry cry by the way crying is amazing it's so good for your lungs and it just oh my god it allows you to breathe so cry if you paint or if you write take a pen a paper or sit in front of the computer type away don't edit just write write whatever comes into mind so of course when you give grief a space to live doing this means that it's not going to consume you it really won't in fact it helps the process the grieving process to get integrated into who you are becoming yes that's in essence what it allows you to do it allows you to just accept that your life has changed and that's just how it's always going to be and you don't need to fight it so let grief do what it's meant to do and in a matter of time you'll be able to appreciate that you did not apply so much resistance to it so before i go on i hope that those two tips that i've spoken about have been somewhat helpful but most importantly i hope that they are effective especially during this rona season it will pass though i know that it will pass and of course before i leave i have to you know do my thing with affirmations so here goes my affirmations that i'm using during this period of time and of course you can always tweak them to your own you know to your own liking and use them in the way that you feel is best for you so here goes i am gentle with myself as i heal I choose to heal my heart spirit. Today I choose to heal. I am surrounded by support, seen and unseen. I am enough. That's it. So, thank you so much Erokamano Saidi for joining me in this episode. Thank you so much again. I am your host Sabina. and karibuni sana to the next episode please look out for it we have a lot of time so therefore i'm on this so before i go please remember to stay safe make sure you wash your hands make sure you sanitize them as well and make sure to choose the people who choose to love you love on those who show you love and forgive <laughs> as much as you can it's really just good for your spirit but most importantly please don't forget to remain intentional be intentional i know that it's dark i know that gr- grief gets heavy but i also know that you can pick a path and the path that i encourage you to pick is that of intentionality so thank you so much for joining me karibuni sana and please stay safe ciao